Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hi, I'm Sarah. I am so happy you're here with me listening to my podcast today. My desire with this podcast is simple. I just want to ignite something in you so that you feel more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. Today, we're going to talk about getting unstuck. Oh, none of us likes to feel stuck, right? When I think about being stuck, I feel like I'm stagnant. I'm not progressing personally or with my work. I might feel trapped in an unpleasant or a painful emotion. Sometimes I get stuck in a conversation with a loved one that's not going anywhere, right? Or I just feel powerless. I keep on making the same mistakes. There's so many ways that feeling stuck shows up in our lives. I want to talk about what we can do about this. How can we get unstuck so that we can feel like we're progressing, feel like we are just moving through life with ease, right? So as we talk about this today, I want to talk about it in regards to both your mind and your body. So when we talk about getting unstuck mentally in our minds, one of the most helpful things for me is I check my story. When I say check your story, I mean step back and ask yourself, what is the story you're telling yourself in this situation? So when we check our stories, we have to be honest with ourselves, right? No censoring the story. And I know we do this because we know what's appropriate and what's reasonable. And sometimes even in our minds, We censor all those things out so that we don't let ourselves become aware of what actually is going on because we want to think nicely of ourselves and feel like we're the hero in our story or the martyr. That happens a lot too, right? We look at ourselves as the victim and we want to frame things that way, but it doesn't really serve us when we are not honest about that. So Be honest with yourself when you're checking your story. Brene Brown has so much great information about this in her Rising Strong book, but I just wanted to share one part of this book with you. She says, why is capturing the uncensored story necessary? Because embedded in this unedited narrative are the answers to three critically important questions. Questions that cultivate wholeheartedness and bring deeper courage, compassion, and connection to our lives. These questions are, one, what do I need to learn and understand about the situation? Two, what more do I need to learn and understand about the other people in the story? And three, what more do I need to learn and understand about myself? Now, stories are useful we this is just basically how we make sense of our lives and about our experiences as we we create a story about it and the problem with not fully owning our stories and not being honest about the stories that we tell ourselves is that it's again that awareness without awareness we cannot change so we have to bring the stories to light and really look at what we're telling ourselves about what's going on because What we're telling ourselves about what's going on is not always true. There's a quote from Stephen J. Gold. He says, the most erroneous stories are those we think we know best and therefore never scrutinize or question. 
We have familiar roles that we feel we play in our lives, be that the hero, the martyr, the victim. We all play roles in our stories. And if we don't look at that and see like, oh, there I am again playing the victim, we're never going to be able to change. And we're always going to end up with the same exact problems over and over again. It's so useful to get more information as we're looking at our stories. It is so funny. My husband and I will often get into disagreements, right? Where we're, seems like we're bashing heads against something. And then as we start to ask each other more questions and get some more information, it's hilarious. More often than not, we are actually completely on the same page. We've just explained things differently. Those are the funniest arguments to me because then we're like, that's what I'm talking about. We're like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, we're fine. Totally okay. But often that just, we have to clear things up by getting more information. One of the biggest questions that I ask myself as I look at my own stories that I'm telling myself when I'm feeling stuck in life is I ask myself, is it that I can't or that I won't? Boom, right? Oh, As I've asked myself that question, I can't tell you how many times I've come up against the fact that I'm just refusing to do something because it's hard or uncomfortable. You know, as long as I frame it to myself that, oh, I can't do that, I don't. Because when we think something's not possible, obviously, we don't do it. But when I find, oh, it's not that I can't reach out to that person, it's that I won't because I'm a little nervous about it. And then as I start to understand that, I get to decide if I want to continue acting this way or if I'm actually going to change and stop refusing to do it, but actually act and make things happen for myself in my life. It changes things a lot. Is it that you can't or that you won't? Okay, so that's a big thing that helps me in shifting what's going on in my head when I'm feeling stuck. And I wanted to talk a lot about what we can do with our bodies when we're feeling stuck as well. Change something with your body. Okay, here are some options. Change your breath. Our breath reflects what's going on with us mentally. And the fastest way that I have found to change how I'm feeling is to change how I'm breathing. Just by drawing your attention to your breath, you're going to change how you feel. Because guess what? You've shifted what you're focusing on mentally, right? You're not stuck on the same thing anymore. But it also invites oxygen into your body. You're going to start to feel more alive, more nourished. And that's going to help you as a whole be able to change and get unstuck. Okay? So that first thing, the way to change your body is to change your breath. Second thing that I use is I change my perspective, literally. Change what your eyes are looking at. A couple ways you can do this. Simple. You can just stop and look around. Take in the whole room that you're in. Notice the colors of things. Notice the textures of things. Notice where things are placed. Just Stop and take in the environment and you're going to shift what you're focusing on mentally and maybe be able to have a new perspective on what you're feeling stuck in, okay? Another thing you can do is just find one thing to look at 
and focus on that. Change what you're looking at. If you are stuck on a problem on your computer and you are staring at it and you're just not being able to figure it out, stop and look out the window. Look at the tree across the street, whatever it is, okay? Just look at one other different thing and give yourself a mental break from that problem. This also works with people. Oh my gosh, this is a tool that I use so much, especially with my kids. I'll get stuck in a conversation with my kids or there's negative energy going on because I'm feeling angry and they're acting up and we're not getting anywhere. I will crouch down and look my kids in the eyes. I'm changing my focus and I'm looking deep into their eyes. (sighs) It changes things and those conversations when I do that because I have found I can't really look somebody in the eyes and not have my heart soften towards them. It changes the energy and the vibe of what's going on and it helps so much. I'm able to resolve things. My anger melts away and we're able to get out of that place that we were stuck in before. So Again, you can change what you're looking in, take in the whole room. You can just focus on one other thing different from what you were focusing on and just look at it, giving yourself that mental shift. Or in a relationship with someone when you're feeling stuck and like you're not relating to each other very well, look into their eyes, okay? It'll help things get unstuck. Okay, another huge thing that if you've been following me at all, you know I teach this so much. Move your body, okay? And when I talk about movement, I don't mean like, now you must go work out at the gym. I mean, movement, anything that you are doing with your body counts as movement, okay? So just move your body, even if that's getting out of bed and going to make yourself a sandwich, okay? That's moving your body. You can turn on music. You can sing and dance with the music. Go for a walk. Just do something different, Do something different. If you're feeling stuck and stagnant, do something different. And that is literally getting yourself unstuck, right? Neuroscientists have found that there is a difference between having a body and moving your body. Moving your body gives you a sense of agency, okay? As we get up and we move our bodies, we get autonomy, over our lives once again. We feel empowered. We get to experience the fact that we are capable of making things happen. We are capable of creating change for ourselves, for our loved ones, for our lives. It sounds so simple, but I promise it has changed my life. Just that simple thing of when I'm feeling stuck and unhappy or in pain emotionally, the last thing I want to do is get up and move, right? I want to wallow in my feelings. And sometimes that's appropriate, okay? But when I know it's time and I'm just dragging it out, I remind myself how moving my body helps. And I get up and I do something, If you feel trapped in darkness, do something, whatever this is for you, something that will fill you up with light. If you are paralyzed in fear, do something that fills you up 
with love. If you're lonely, do something to let others in. Do something to reach out. Just do something, okay? As we get up and we move, we remember that we are the main character in our lives. We are the ones who can make things happen. We have power. Get up and do something. Movement is simply change, right? And the, that's probably the simplest explanation I can give it. Movement is change. So being stuck is not changing. You get yourself unstuck by changing something, literally. Okay. If you cannot change what you are doing because you're at work or because you have like a baby to take care of and you're like, well, I can't leave the house right now and go do that thing that will cheer me up. I'm here burping a baby or changing a diaper, you know, or I have to sit at my desk at work. If you cannot change what you are doing, you can change how you are doing it. So a couple weeks ago, my family and I went to Disneyland. It was such a fun trip. I loved it. Okay, we went on the first day. Weather was like perfect. It was cool enough that we could wear like light jackets, but it was nice and sunny. It was just the perfect weather that day for being outside at Disneyland. But the next day, (laughs) we woke up and it was pouring rain. Okay, now we were prepared because we knew the forecast. So we had ponchos. But we walked to Disneyland and by the time we got there, I was freezing cold, like chilled to the bone. And my hands were wet because my poncho didn't cover my hands. And my feet were wet and the bottom of my pants were wet. Like I was miserable. Now, mind you, my kids actually were handling this so well and they were just happy to be going to Disneyland. They were fine. My husband, great attitude. Me, no. I was like, this is not the vision I had for my trip. I'm so upset that it's raining and it's already ruined. I was like, my day is ruined, right? I got into that way of thinking. Now we stopped and grabbed some more ponchos and umbrellas and I was still like, I'm so grumpy. This sucks. This sucks. And I'm not going to be happy because this is not what I want. And then as we were walking around in the park, I caught myself acting this way. I was like, this will not do. Because now it's starting to rub off on my daughter and my husband getting really annoyed with me. (laughs) So I was walking and I was like, okay, well, here I am. I'm walking in the rain in Disneyland with my kids and my husband. That's not going to (sighs) change. But how would I be doing this if I felt amazing? How would I be walking down the street if I was really happy right now? And that simple question pulled me out of it enough that I was to change. I just changed how I was walking. And then everything got better. Like, our day was fine. It was great fun. We laughed about it. You know, that we were like crazy, diehard Disney people at Disneyland going on the rides in the pouring rain. Okay. And everything was fine. But And this is what I want you to learn from this story is to ask yourself, how would I do this thing that I have to do if I was feeling awesome? 
do what you're doing, whatever that is, because sometimes as adults, we just don't have a choice, even though we have the idea that when we're an adult, we'll finally get to choose, but you have responsibility. So do what you're doing the way you would do it if you felt like you were on top of the world. How would you change that diaper if you were feeling amazing? Okay, how would you be typing on your computer at work if you felt like you were the best thing ever? Just change how you're doing it. In movement analysis terms, in order to shift how we're doing movement, something else has to change. And guess what it is? It's your attitude, okay? And my guess is that if you're not feeling awesome doing whatever it is you have to be doing, it's not because of that thing. It's because your attitude needs to shift. So change how you're doing it. Really invest in that. Like if I was feeling super happy today as I'm doing the dishes, how would I be doing the dishes? Okay, it'll change things for you. You'll be amazed by how much more control over your situation and your life you are. You actually can choose how you're doing everything, anything and everything. Another thing that I like to do when I'm feeling stuck, and this helps, this is a big help when I'm feeling stuck in a habit or like a negative cycle, a downward spiral, just a way of being in the world, right? When we're stuck like this, one of the things I challenge myself to do is to disrupt my patterns. So you can disrupt your pattern. It's like a rut in the road that we drive down over and over again. And as we go down, that rut gets deeper and deeper and it's harder to get out of. Habits and cycles, ways of being, those are just how we're showing up in the world, okay? And it is linked to how you move your body, how you carry yourself. So quite simple, change what you're doing with your body. Again, and I don't mean like the task. I mean just how you're carrying yourself as you do it. Whether that's like tilting your head or slumping in the spine. If you have like a habit of carrying yourself in a certain way, switch it up. Just see what happens. Because if you can change how you move, you can change how you live. Pretty dang cool, huh? All right. I hope that all of these ideas that I've shared with you will help you to know that you, and only you, have the power to get yourself unstuck. It is nobody else's job. And you are not powerless in this. You have a choice. There is always a choice. All the love and joy and the progress that you want is there. It's in your reach. All you have to do is make the first move. So, Check your stories. What are you telling yourself about the situation, about others in the situation, and about yourself? What are you telling yourself about all those things? Check your stories. Be completely honest. And change your body. You can change your breath, change your focus, literally, and change what you're doing and how you're doing it. There's so many options. These are all super simple, but they are so, so powerful. And I hope that as you get in the habit of getting yourself unstuck, you won't let yourself stay there as long. That you'll learn that you don't have to set up camp in those bad places. That you don't have to live in the bad habits you have. 
that you don't have to live in your ways of being, if it's not serving you, you can change it all. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. Please, if you're liking what you're hearing, please leave a review. I'm so glad you joined me today. Hopefully you feel a little more free to connect with what matters most in your life just from listening. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you guys next week.